Welcome to Beyond the Diamond, the podcast that goes far beyond the game. I'm your host, Danielle D. Rubin, and I'm here to empower young women, parents, and coaches in the world of fast pitch softball. As the owner and founder of DR3 Fast Pitch, I'm passionate about bringing you inspiring stories, valuable insights, and expert advice to help you excel both on and off the field. So whether you're a player looking to take your skills to the next level, a parent supporting your young athlete, or a coach seeking to make a difference, you're in the right place. Let's dive in and go beyond the diamond together. Welcome to Beyond the Diamond with Coach D with DR3 Fast Pitch. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And this week we have a special guest speaker, Robert Acuna. He is the co-owner of Field Sports Training, which is a company that I have been lucky to partner with. He is the inventor of all the products, focuses on all product development, he is a softball dad, has a daughter who is 13 years old, who is a catcher, and I'm just so excited to have him on here and pick his brain about the products that he has, little advice that he has using the products, how to work with his daughter as far as just a softball dad. We're going to have great conversations today, and Robert, I just want you to kind of take the floor, talk a little bit about yourself, where field sports training came into play, and how these ideas for some of these products just started. Okay, well, hi. Um, yes, my name is Robert Acuna, and our company is based out of Houston, Texas, which is Food Sports Training. Um, right now, our company just centers around three uh, products, uh, one being our first, which was the Filters Domat. Uh, second is the Pitcher's Alley, and uh, third is uh, T-Bell. So the, those three um products, you know, the footers domat was more for obviously for fielding type work. And then the pitchers alley was centered around pitching and uh the Tebow kind of covers our strength and conditioning aspect of it of um of just softball in general. Uh so for me, I do have a daughter that plays and I once we really got involved with you know camps and clinics and uh practices and so on and so forth, I was just always looking and seeing uh, coaches and how they're running practices and was it efficient? Was it not efficient? Those type deals. And so as far as um, myself, I would just notice that a lot of the coaches that in, in camps that my daughter was going to, I would see that they would um, do drills that I thought were very beneficial, drills that I really liked a lot. But I always noticed like, well, you know, they were spending more time kind of making the drill and organizing the station and um, really just focusing more on like getting the drill in place than actually performing the drill. So I just kind of would just keep my my eyes and my the wheels spinning in my head. And I'm, I was like, well, you know, there has to be a, a quicker way to do that, a more efficient way to do that. And um, so a lot of my products came from just seeing, I guess you could say, quote unquote, railroad problems you know, out mm -hmm. there and in, in, uh, in softball and practices. And um, I just really strived and we strive as a company to come up with products that are um, efficient and beneficial and uh, really just great for the users and, and the parents and just um, anybody in general. You know, we try to uh, do products that are non-gimmicky and something that the kid and the athlete can actually benefit from and uh, so we are a young company. We're at the two, uh, two and a half year mark going on three years. And uh, thank God, um, 
you know, with the sport of softball growing, you know, it's allowing us as a company to grow as well. And uh, we're just excited, you know, with uh, how far our products have come so far and um, what the future holds, you know, because we do have other products that are in the pipeline that we're working on. And um, we're just excited, you know, where these next few years will take us. Oh, yeah. Well, two of the products I personally have, I use with my girls, the Pitcher's Alley and the Fielder's Dome. Now, you mentioned you didn't want to make gimmicky products. Those are not gimmicky. They're the farthest from it. I love both of those. I use the Pitcher's Alley every single week with my lessons, whether I'm doing private lessons or group lessons. I always have it set up. And I love the visual aspect of it. I want you to shine light a little bit about the Pitcher's Alley, what it is, where the idea came from, and why that's beneficial, but not only for pitchers. And I'll kind of touch on that as well. So as far as the Pitcher's Alley, um, I guess the main reason that came from was, you know, my daughter's a catcher. And so I would, you know, I was always watching. I would find you know, in the middle of the game, the coaches would tell whoever the catcher was at that time and whoever the pitcher was that was in the dugout, like, hey, you know, y'all go warm up. And uh, when whenever it's at that point, obviously, it's like time. You know, they need to get, you know, the pitcher needs to warm up fast and uh, get her arm ready to, to get on the field. And so I would see, you know, uh, whether it was my daughter or our other catcher and whatever pitcher it was, you know, they would just find more, spend more time Number one, looking for an open area of grass. Um, and then number two, you know, trying to remember and walk off. Well, how many steps is it? You know, whether it was a 35 foot, 40 foot, 43 foot mark, and um, they would spend more time walking it off. And obviously every step, everybody's step off is different, you know? So I would say, okay, you know, is you say they needed to be warmed up at 40 feet. You know, I would really look at it and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like 40 feet. And, I would go walking off and, um, you know, sure enough, you know, they would be off. And so I was like, you know, there needs to be a more accurate way um, and a quicker way, more convenient way to where uh, these pitchers can just, you know, when it's time to warm up, bam, like it's already set up. They have their distance. They have their their home plate. They, you know, they have the pitching rubber, like everything is set, you know, and um, ideally you'd, you'd want, you know, if your team has one, you'd want it already uh, set out, you know, on the, on the outside, on the side of the fence towards their designated, uh, bullpen area. And so, um, that's when I just, the wheels got to turning. I was like, you know what, we need to come up with a quick portable, easy bullpen, you know, something that comes in a carry on bag, uh, that can just be strung out when in use. And if not being used, you know, we can just roll it back up, put it in the bag and, you know, carry it on to the next game. And, and so, one thing I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, just one thing I love about this product, and you touched on it a little bit, like at practices, coaches will be like, pitchers go warm up, catchers go, like y'all just kind of go off and do your thing. And as a pitcher, that was one of the hardest little like moments of practice for me, because it felt like we were just kind of like left in the dust, like go find an area, like you got to get off the field, like find some area off to the side over there. And so having like just that designated bullpen, like it's set up before practice, like if the teams, if coaches had these, it was, or the girls had them, whatever, they brought them to practice. They know within that first 15 minutes, we're putting our cleats on, we're getting ready. Like you set up the bullpen. So you mm -hmm. have that designated spot to where they know they can pitch with a purpose and not just go pitch behind the fence. No one watching like that to me would have just 
leveled up my practice game, especially when a coach wasn't like right there. Just having that visual, being able to lock in, having more of that set area, because I think that's one of the, I mean, I'm biased being a pitcher, thinking it's the most important position on the field, but you're involved with every single play of every single game. But then at practices, you get left in the dust sometimes because everyone has to do team stuff. So I just love the idea (laughs) of having just your designated bullpen, not Mm -hmm. only just talking about the benefits of the product. And what I love that I use with in-person lessons is having that visual of tunnel vision because it is that tunnel, the width, the plate, all the way down and girls have to lock in eyes here you you and the catcher and that's it and that's that visual tunnel for tunnel focus for tunnel vision um to tunnel your pitches to actually see like the break of them a little bit more i feel like girls can kind of see that just with having the dome there or the alley there so i've loved it it's been a huge benefit for my girls i even hook it up to the queen of the hill um and and yeah i've seen that in your in your videos that looks very very cool Oh yeah. So I love hooking it up to that. It just kind of helps out, but even on the field, I love how it has those stakes where you can just stake it into the ground. It does not move. And then the distances is really cool. So it is marked off for 35, 40 and 43 feet. There's little, um, what would you call those? <laughs> those little um, things on the ground. We, uh, like a little deering, like a little, just a deering, atta- like a hook attachment to where, yes. um, yeah, you just snap it in place. Mm-hmm. You They're can hook reset. up. I mean, there's no more. I mean, it really eliminates all the guesswork. I mean, there it is exactly a foolproof. <laughs> String it out, and um, and there you go. And to kind of touch on what you were saying about um, pitching with a purpose. On the flip side, you know, I would always try to stress to my daughter, like, you know, when when you're catching, yes, you're catching and warming up your pitcher, but you need to catch with a purpose, you know, catch with intent as well, you know, use that time to, to work on your framing. And so without the pitchers alley and what they were doing, you know, without it, you know, they would either use um, a lid from a bucket and sometimes not anything at all. So in my head, I was like, well, she's not really getting a visual of the strike zone. And if a pitch is worth framing or not framing, you know, is it way out of the zone? Is it way, or is it, you know, within the zone? So, um, and the pitcher's alley, the, the yes, the pitching rubber is a standard dimension of a pitching rubber that would be on a field, but the home plate side is also the proper dimensions of a, of a regular home plate, you know? So it gives the catcher um, a benefit also to where they can work on their framing at the same time. So um, it, it's just um, a great product for, for both positions. Oh, a hundred percent. No, even if, you don't even have a pitcher. Like if you're just a catcher dad, catcher mom who is listening to this, I mean, catchers need this. I think it's a great visual. I mean, heck, you just set it up and doing front toss. I just think that uh-huh. visual of having that straight path, I mean, even for hitting, like you're focusing on your barrel getting through the alley, like through the mm-hmm. zone, working on extension. Like I think there's so many benefits to it for all areas of the game. I just am huge on that visual aspect. And a hundred percent. I know one of the back to visual, my daughter would uh, sometimes struggle with her throwdowns to second because, you know, her body wasn't in line, you know, her body wasn't in line to make that throw from home to second. And so um, actually she just quickly realized, you know, with the pitcher's alley, she could just work on her steps, you know, work on her transfers and her steps and 
use that lane to get her body in position to make a good throw. So it's something that really you don't even need if, if you're a kid or wanting to get work in on your own. I mean, you can just string it out and um, for as, as far as the catch, you know, you can work on your transfers alone and use just use the visual of the lane to to up your game. So it's um, I just like how more people are finding more creative things to do with it. Oh, for sure. And another thing that I love is that it's very lightweight. So it's easy to travel with. It comes in that cute little bag. Everything fits in the bag. Later, parents, I mean, this is not heavy to add into your little wagon that you bring to the fields on game days to practices. Players, you can easily attach it. I think you can easily attach it with the hook to your bat bag if oh, you yeah. wanted to. It's that lightweight. Um, so it's just yeah. very versatile easy to travel with I love it I bring it everywhere that we do lessons whether I'm at a lesson or a clinic or even at the field so I needed I need to post some more videos of me using it at the field I've been using it in lessons a little bit more but that's the pitchers alley I really love it y'all need to check it out on on my website dr3fastpitch.com under partnerships and equipment I have a discount code dr3 this is a great product for you to get your girls for Christmas. Christmas is right around the corner. They would love to wake up with this under their tree and start really focusing on their training that way. But now we're going to dive deep into the Fielder's Dome, which I believe was your first product, correct? Yes, that was the first one um, that we launched back in 2021, I believe, at the end of 2020, early 2021. And uh, again, that one came from uh, being at a clinic uh, an infield clinic that my daughter was at and you know they did this cool drill uh, where they would set out agility cones and like a half moon shape and they were just rolling softballs over it to where uh, the balls would deflect and um, you know the girls would kind of you know have to as if they were fielding a bad hop and I totally loved the drill I loved everything about it I thought it was great for hand and eye coordination but again I would notice that the coaches were spending more time organizing the cones and then you know stopping the drill let's organize the cones do a couple balls and then of course the cones would fly everywhere so it'd stop the drill again you know and it was just a repeat process so after seeing that for a few minutes I was like no there has to be a quicker way and I just thought wouldn't it be cool if you could just have a mat you know with already these embedded uh, domes you know to where the coaches could just lay it out and then be done with it you know and um you know you could just have a more efficient drill and so that's how that product, you know, came about. And um, that one's just been been very good for us, you know. Um, well, it went viral on social media. I've seen so many people from all over using the Fielder's Dome. That's how it caught my attention the first time. I'm like, what oh, is yeah. that? Yeah, we've been uh, blessed and lucky enough to uh, have people that have purchased it from us that just have had big followings on whether it was Instagram or TikTok and they would post a video and hey, where'd y'all get that? And, you know, they would tag us and uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. So again, we've been very fortunate um, with how that product's just, you know, grown from, from where it was when we first came out with it to where we are now. Um, the thing about that product though, that I want to harp on a little bit is um, every, I think when, when it first you know, got pushed out and we pushed it out. It was not on purpose and not intentionally, but it was branded more as, you know, fielding bad hops, how to field a bad hop. And um, I noticed, you know, because of that, it was like putting 
a little misconception like in the user's uh or the buyer's mind you know they um i wanted to stress you know that it's really not for fielding bad hops i mean it is and it is more 100 percent for just hand and eye coordination because so you know we would i would see some comments on social media well that that a bump like that's not really going to happen in a game you know and i and and you know, they're probably right you know maybe it's not going to be that outrageous but you know if your daughter or your son can field and keep their eyes and track an outrageous hop like that you know they'll be able to do an easier one in a, in a game situation so it wasn't really so much for fielding bad hops in general it was just to improve your hand-eye coordination i mean we've been blessed to where we've had pitching coaches reach out to us and saying they do the field they do a few minutes of fielders domat work before they start their pitching lesson number one just to kind of get their body moving get it warm and then just to just to work on that hand-eye coordination we've had uh hitting instructors reach out to us and say hey has nothing to do with hitting but we use the filters dome map before every hitting lesson uh for the same reason just to get that hand-eye coordination going get the body moving get the body loose and and it's very fun to use so um a lot of the users a lot of the kids just they just love using it so um, I've been using it more in my pitching lessons with my girls for pitching fielding practice because that's one thing really? as a pitching instructor I lack on teaching but I think feel like most instructors would agree with me on this I mean when you go to a pitching lesson you're coming for mechanical feedback velocity training spin work mental game work I mean we're focusing on that area to where like the pitching fielding practice like gets lacked that's uh -huh. something that we expect travel ball and coaches to work on at practices, even though it's lacked. And uh -huh. so with me seeing how much it was lacked just at the college level, I mean, my freshman year, I didn't do one pitcher field. We, I might've done one pitcher fielding practice. Granted, I only played like 15 innings, but us pitchers were only in the bullpen. Like we never focused on fielding our position. And so I have my girls use it for reaction time and to just, be a better athlete like we got to work yeah. on even like line drives hit right back at our face I know it's not the same but just that reaction time of trying to move your glove to quick and grab the ball and to just to catch it um, yeah. just building overall athletic skills is where right when I see it that's where I think so I get where people oh, think bad cool. hops but it's a hundred percent the reaction time and building athletic skills and just I mean, at the end of the day, being able to react. I mean, being able to react and not think and just go. I hear you. That's funny you say that. If you go to, it's an older video that's on your Instagram page, but uh, someone sent in a video and it's a three-person drill because uh, you had the pitcher, the catcher, and then a, it was a, a coach right on the side. But um, so they were set up where the, the fielder's domat was set at probably about, I don't remember, maybe five to six feet in front of where the pitcher would be finishing off her pitch, like at her release point. And so the video, um, it's like as soon as the, the pitcher pitches the ball to the catcher, and as soon as the ball is hitting the catcher's mitt, there's a coach already rolling another softball to where uh, to simulate as if a hard ball was getting hit right back at the pitcher's mound real quick. So um, it was just a real neat, a neat video because that pitcher was just having didn't know what to expect. You know, she was just pitching the ball and then having to field, you know, a ball coming at her real quick. And uh, I thought that was very neat. You know, it was a very cool drill. Oh, I need to recreate that video. I like yeah, that. Yeah, um, when we get off this, I'll look for it and, and I'll send it to you. 
Oh yeah, no, I definitely need to recreate that video, but that, I mean, that's huge. And so parents of pitchers, pitchers listening on, we have to work on pitching fielding practice. Like you have to, and that's something that's lacked in all practices. Coaches, we need to up the game a little bit more because we don't want our girls to just pitch. We want our girls to be an athlete and to be, um, field their position. That's huge. There's so many girls I know who can't even throw the ball from pitcher to first base overhanded. And it's just, whether it's mental or not, we have to get those reps in. We really need to work on developing the overall athlete and not just the pitcher in general to throw strikes. You're just going to see so many more benefits from that. Well, I do want you to talk about, no, a hundred percent. And so talk about the new catching product that you have coming out. I'd love to hear more about it. Yeah, so we have a, um, we still haven't officially named it and named what, what it is, but uh, we have, uh, we'll be launching it at the beginning of January, and it's a catcher's mat that, um, I'm going to try to describe it without going too much in detail, but it's very travel friendly, uh, it's very, it's color coordinated, um, it is uh, to teach softball and baseball catchers, you know, just from the fundamentals to the more elite coaching points of framing, you know, now um, I know softballs, I know it's, it was more stressed in baseball, but now softball's following that trend. I mean, it's all, if you're a catcher, it's all about framing and how many, how many strikes can you, um, can you pull, you know, can you steal, you know, for your pitcher. So um, we've been blessed to um, have two co-inventors of it. Uh, one is uh, Jose Teravino, who's a starting catcher for the New York Yankees. And uh, he actually won the Platinum Glove, uh, not this past baseball season, but the season before. And then also a guy named Jordan uh, Romadena, who is a Pittsburgh Pirates catching coach. So um, that kind of came about, you know, because at one time I had an idea for a catching mat. Jose had an idea and Jordan had an idea and so we're like let's figure out how we can tie it all together and so that's how this framing mat was derived and we're very excited uh for it to launch again we'll be launching it we're actually going to show uh showcase it at the NFCA and also at the ABCA uh for the baseball convention and officially be launching it at the end of January and so we're very excited it's going to have um a lot of instructional videos with it because on the mat itself is going to be a barcode that you scan and with your phone, any smartphone or any device, and it'll just take you to a library of uh, drills and talking points when it comes to framing. And in those videos, it's going to be um, Jose, Jordan, uh, my daughter will be in it, you know, um, as well. And we're very excited for that. That's going to be a, a neat uh, product, you know, for, for the catchers out there and especially for just for new catchers, you know, just so, um, you know, they can just work on fundamentals of framing and what have you. No, that is so cool. And it's awesome that you have them on your team and being able, I'd love to co-invent something like that with two mega stars in the game. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's very, uh, very exciting. Super exciting. Well, speaking of NFCA convention, I am honored that I get to be able to work at y'all's booth at the convention. So, I will be there with Reagan Glanz, who is the catcher for Marshall. She will be talking more about the Fielder's Dome and the catching product. And I'm going to be talking more about the 
Pitcher's Alley. And I'm just super excited to be there with y'all being able to advertise these products that I love connecting with y'all chatting with y'all. And I'll be at the booth. It is booth number 359. We will mm -hmm. all be there from December 7th, which is a Thursday, I believe. Thursday, December yeah. 7th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then Friday, December 8th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if y'all are at the NFCA convention, please stop by our booth, 359. We'd love to chat with you, talk to you more. You get to have that sneak peek of the catcher's product. So I'm excited to be able to see that in person. And I'm just super excited to, one, come with y'all. So thank you so much for even having me on your no, team. No, thank you for, for coming. We're we're very honored and uh, privileged that you you know said yes and you know you're going to tag along with us. That means a lot to us. Well, I'm super excited. I've had the pleasure of building a good friendship with y'all throughout the last couple months, and I'm glad we've uh, partnered together. And Same so here. one of the things I wanted to shine light about, we had a phone call a couple weeks ago, and we were just chatting about um, your daughter and her being 13 and a catcher and some of the things that y'all are kind of going through. I, just from like a mentor perspective we were kind of just chatting back and forth and one of the things that you talked about that was a struggle from you as a parent working with your daughter was she was daddy's little girl and now she's 13 and she's growing out of that phase a little bit more going through the puberty process becoming a little young lady we all know how girls yeah. get around this time frame I know how I was what was what's been helping you as a parent navigate from having the daddy's little girl mindset to her being more clingy on you to now wanting to be a little bit more independent, wanting space. How has that communication gone for y'all during her training? Um, it was rough at first. Um, I'd be lying if I said it's not rough anymore because we still have our moments. I think um, I just have to learn and I had to learn how to not be so overbearing and just realize that she is growing up. You know, she is not gonna wanna be hanging on me like she used to. I'm not, um, I don't know. I just seemed like I was always her hero. And why maybe I still am, but just, you know, she doesn't show you it like she used to be. And so that was hard for me to accept at first. So I would find myself just, you know, kind of pushing, 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 pushing and thinking I was doing uh, right when in reality it was having like a reverse effect and uh, my wife would have to step in a lot and she did good at kind of you know being the buffer and um, you know just really just teaching me that hey she's growing up you know you don't need to be um, you got to kind of give her her room you know let her grow and what have you so that's been hard um, but you know I'm starting to see a little bit of light, light at the end of the tunnel and I think that comes from uh, just maybe taking a step back at times, not uh, not being too uh, pushy in a sense. And when I say pushy, I don't mean in a sports softball sense. I mean like in a dad, like in a dad sense, you know. Um, so that that's been helping that you know taking that step back and and really just stressing uh, to her that look at the end of the day, you know, we you know we love you, we're proud of you, you know whether you go. 0 for 12, 3 for 9, whatever, you know, we don't care about 
you know, your stats. We don't, you know, you're, you're going to have errors. You're going to have, you know, a lot of things are going to go uh, wrong in a game. A lot of things are going to go great in the game. You know, it's just um, the nature of it. So we've just kind of been trying to instill in her about, you know, softball being a roller coaster, you know, so uh, trying to, you know, trying to tell her, don't get too high, don't get too low. Um, but regardless what happens, just know that we love you and we're proud of you. And uh, she would always say, okay, okay, okay. And, but I think just up until about a month and a half ago is where I think we've seen that she's really started believing it and saying, you know what they, what they are telling me is, you know, they do love me, whether what happens and, um, and because of that little turning point, we've just seen such a big difference um, in her play on the field. You know, she's playing more uh, relaxed, more, seems like stress-free a little bit loose, you know, and just out there having fun. So um, that's been, uh, it's been hard, you know, uh, but it's just been a process that we've had to, a lot of trial and error, you know, she's our first, our oldest daughter, she's our first child, you know, so it's, we're just learning on the go with it, really. Well, y'all's relationship just reminds me a lot of mine and my dad's and, Mm -hmm. When we had that first conversation a couple months ago, I was like, it just brought me back to like me being 13 and kind of going through this process. I'm the oldest. I have a younger sister. She didn't play softball. I'm older. I'm five years older. So I was always like daddy's first little girl, daddy's girl. I am 25 years old, about to be 26 next month. And I am, will forever be daddy's little girl. And so will your daughter. And my dad will always be my hero, whether I showed that at 13, 14 or not. I know I show it now at 26 years old. It took me maturing and growing up to really realize um, just how important that relationship was. And I'm so thankful for how my dad raised me on and off the field, but specifically when it came to softball, and it's similar to what you're doing with your daughter as far as the only thing I knew that he cared about was if I gave 100% effort and I gave 100%, I had 100% positive attitude. Those are the two things that I could control. And that's all I needed to do to know that he was proud. A thousand percent agree. And knowing that even at a young age, like I, I'm trying to think back on 13. It's more when I was like 14, 15, 16, I'm at a travel ball tournament. I'm struggling hitting. So in travel ball, I struggled hitting a little bit in high school. I could hit cause I was hitting all the time. But when I verbaled as a pitcher, it was like pitching was my main mm-hmm. focus. And so come travel ball tournaments hitting, I'd let hitting get in my head a little bit. And he would make little comments like, well, swing hard in case you hit it. And like having a relationship like that, like being able to joke, like I knew he wasn't being harsh. He was just trying to be fun and lively and be like, Hey, I just need hundred percent effort right here. Like a hundred percent positive attitude. And if you swing hard in case you hit it, like, let's go, like do it for your team, be Danielle, let's go. And it took me again, a little bit older than 13 to kind of really understand that and hone into that a little bit more. But your daughter, again, she'll always be daddy's little girl. And she is, she's going to look back when she is my age and be so thankful for how you are going about this time period for her right now and being able to take kind of that step back and let her figure herself out a little bit more. That would just be my big advice for parents listening is this puberty process is a lot. Us girls are going through a lot of hormonal changes. We're about to enter high school or we are entering high school, learning a whole new 
thing academic wise, getting onto new teams, leveling up softball. I mean, just a lot's going on and having, and we also get to that age too of like, dad doesn't understand. That's mm-hmm. something I remember I said all the time. Like he doesn't understand. He doesn't know. He was never a 13 year old girl. Like he doesn't get it. Me thinking yeah. 13 is like anything that happens is like the end of the world. I was so dramatic at that age. Um, and so my mom had to step in a little bit too, but I just love hearing about y'all's relationship and y'all's story. It brings me back into my days. I wish I could go back and do it all over again. Um, and your daughter is just, I know she's so thankful to have you as a parent and all that you've been able to provide for her and give her. So, and you're also inspiring her. You're inspiring me by building all these products. I'm like, what can I build? And yeah. I'm like, so just you doing what you're doing entrepreneurship wise. I know you're inspiring her in all different aspects, whether she says it or not at this age. I appreciate um, that. And hopefully I get to meet her. Maybe, was she, is she coming to the convention? You bring no, her No, she's, um, no, she's not going to be at the convention because actually it's at the time uh, we're, we're also working another event down here in South Texas with uh, with Jose Trevino. He's doing a um, big baseball tournament, baseball and softball tournament. So I'm heading up to Kentucky for the NFCA and um, JoJo and my my other two kids, Cody and Brooklyn, they'll be down in, in Corpus helping out with the other booth at, um, at Jose's tournament. So yeah you won't see her this convention but i'm sure you'll see her you know soon we'll definitely be linking up you know more oh yeah no for sure and well, we definitely need to uh put our heads together and see what products you and i can come come up with oh i'd love to it's always been my dream to get on shark tank i don't know your opinions on shark tank but i will watch that show and i'm like how can i get on there what can i do oh, what I, I i love it i think i've learned way more from watching Shark Tank and uh, videos like on social media than uh, I don't know if I should say this on you know on, <laughs> on here but probably more than what I learned in college you know honestly <laughs> like I mean I can relate to that I have two degrees in special education yeah. and all my entrepreneur stuff is not from those degrees exactly yeah you just learn so much from what's around you uh, you just gotta mm-hmm. keep your eyes and ears open and you'll learn you know Oh yeah. So no, we'll be, I'll be picking your brain. I got to sit down and think a little bit more of the product side. I've been told in the past, like you got to start some products. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. I can't, I can't, I can't well, right now. So well, we'll definitely um, have a good sit down and chat session at the NFCA. Oh yeah. We will brainstorm ideas. For sure. Well, Robert, thank you so much for coming on to this week's episode and shining light onto the products and sharing a little bit more about your story I'm super excited to be able to connect, meet you finally in person at the NFCA convention. And again, I'm just very appreciative that we met, we connected, we partnered mm-hmm. companies together, and we're just going to continue growing the softball community together. So I'm excited yes. for the future. That's the plan. And thank you for having me again. Um, a big honor and I really appreciate it. And um, thank you for wanting to work with us. You know, we like working uh, with coaches and instructors uh, like yourself and um, right off the bat you know when we met we knew you know you weren't just in it you know there's you were in it for the right reasons and uh, and more more than just the game you know you want to develop and teach uh, these young girls to where they become you know young women and and just positive in, in, in life and we really appreciate you know you and what you do for for everyone out there. Well thank you so much for saying that. And then again, if you want to take a look at 
the field sports training products, Pitchers Alley, Fielders Dome, all the products that they have on their website, you can go to dr3fastpitch.com, go to partnerships and equipment. I have them linked with my discount code dr 3 I will be linking the new products, hopefully, as well, the catching product to get to showcase yes, that course. to y'all at the convention. Maybe I get to do a little sneak peek for y'all. But again, check us out on or check out the website on my partnerships and equipment. Make sure you follow Field Sports Training at Field Sports Training on Instagram and TikTok. You can find my social media on both as well at dr3fastpitch. And I will see y'all next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Diamond. Connect with us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at dr3fastpitch, but Instagram is my biggest platform where I post daily content. For questions or topic ideas, visit our website, dr3fastpitch.com and submit the form on our homepage. I would love to feature you on our next episode. Remember, you can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our website, dr3fastpitch.com. Stay tuned for more exciting discussions, stories, and insights in the world of fast pitch softball on the next episode of Beyond the Diamond. Until then, remember the only thing that matters is the next pitch. Deep breath, next pitch. I will see you soon.